millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi. Yes, that was that was three of us. That was good. That was. Yeah. Uh, this is here's a crazy story from the overtake. Season three. Season, season three. three. Yeah. yeah. So season one was the Ethan loosely. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan season. Then the he Ethan got killed years. off at the end of season one. We brought in a new character, Rick, yeah. for season two. Back by popular demand for yeah. the second season. Yeah. Not the like audience Ethan. is really they've, they've adjusted to you now. Yeah. yeah. There's no going back. Yeah. Jada joined us. What did you? When did you join us? Midway season through season two. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, who's going to get killed off at the end of season three? I hope see. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just remembered I was going to do a, a other language because we were doing other language hellos before before we took an impromptu hiatus. Should we explain the hiatus? Oh yeah, we should actually. Yeah, Did wait. That happened when I wasn't here. That's Welsh for hello. Um, maybe yeah. yeah oh yeah, mm. and you and your foreign language was hello. <laughs> no, I feel yeah. out of the loop, and oh, I'm, well, you're the I'm a character who's been here since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Say hello in a foreign language. Bonjour. That's yeah. not even hello. That's I fine. don't think. No, yeah. I think it actually is good, good day, morning, isn't it? But I think they just that counts. That I counts. should know yeah. because I've been trying to learn French, but and that's like the it, most it's basic. Safe, you've not learned <laughs> yeah. Bonjour by now. But I stopped and just like haven't put Duolingo back on my phone so oh, mine's always nagging me I like I, oh. I started German again recently because I was like I did it for GCSE and I kind of want to do, do it a bit again and oh my god it's always like you need to be practicing German I'm like you leave me alone I it's cannot afford to go to worse and worse. like that owl has always been like mildly threatening yeah. but now they email you like like a picture yes. of the owl crying, crying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's it's so shaming yeah Screw owls, um, man. But yeah, we should explain the hiatus, yeah. shouldn't we? We basically moved office and we got a chance to record. Yeah, they made us throw. They they made the man made us throw away our podcast booth. It's not the metaphorical <laughs> man. It was an actual was man. An actual man. Um, what happened was <laughs> it's a very long story, but we moved offices. We've moved to a serviced office now, so we don't need furniture, which is good. But it sounds a little bit sexy. I don't like it. What a service <laughs> office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the, the services that they provide in the evenings. Um, no, no, um, no. Um, yeah. So we had, to, long story short, we had to throw away loads of our furniture, including the podcast booth. But we didn't have anywhere to put it in this new office anyway. So we've now found our own little 
we found it. We found a like podcast a space, cozy room. Yeah, um, that we just co-opted. Just to make you feel like you're here, it's uh, the colour of vomit and it's itchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yes. that is definitely. It's true. like itchy mustard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. The <laughs> mustard is a very underrated condiment. I think I don't want to go off an on underrated colour to be honest. Yeah, it is mm. actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I disagree on the condiment thing. But let's <laughs> move on. I, I think they're both rated accurately. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think That's enough people wear mustard. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I'm going to apologise because I think I found I sound really sniffly today and I have been sneezing a lot so at some point during the podcast oh, yeah, I will likely too, sneeze. Yeah. I I haven't been sneezing so I'll just be normal. I like I quadruple sneezed before. I was so close to the orgasm Whoa. sneeze. Because yeah. what is it? A seven? What seven. did they say in the playground? A seven? <laughs> yeah, a seven. I mean it's definitely yeah. not true but... No. Did they say that in Italy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they were. Things are universal. Yeah, yeah. It's a scientific fact, all right? Um, cool. So, um, any? Oh, do we have any corrections or anything? Oh, man, who can remember? I yes. cannot remember. No, we've had. I had. We had some feedback that I don't think I said on the last episodes that um, we've 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 been called. Um, someone's favourite podcast at the moment Whoa. which I think oh, is good nice. for us yeah, usually that's... the feedback is negative <laughs> yeah usually the feedback is stop complaining the worst podcast yeah. <laughs> we don't force you to listen no, to it got, I went on iTunes we've got five five ratings of five stars on iTunes so I don't know nice. who did 25 that, stars whoever you, are, yeah. <laughs> whoever you are thank you for the mm. 25 stars <laughs> thanks mum yeah. it is just one yeah. person yeah. on five different it's accounts Ben on Ollie's just, oh, Ben we should it, say we've mentioned Ben a lot of times before yeah. he is the kind um, scouser yeah who, well I don't know he's from the world so I don't know if you're allowed oh, to say don't scouser, start that yeah. no. kind of have to go into that because uh, are you a scouser no, no. definitely well there not. we go then but I don't sound like a scouser. You do to us. Well, yeah, to you guys. But no, I'm not. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, to be honest. He is a, he's a kind scouser that lives now in the South. Yeah. That's all you need to know about Ben. Um, cool. Right. Should we get on, get cracking with the stories? Yeah. Yep. Do you have a title? Obviously not. Oh, <laughs> oh well, God. Why didn't I write a title? I wrote my title two months ago when I thought well, I was... Yeah, 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 we were supposed to be recording. Um, I actually have got a title. Oh, yeah. How Agatha Christie Became Her Own Mystery Story. Oh, that sounds oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank My you. title is New York's Best Lipstick. Oh. Oh, interesting. Um, but what could it be? It yeah. could, yeah. I mean, it intriguing, could be but I don't know if it would be if I wasn't such a lipstick lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, yeah. When I hear the word lipstick, I think about dog's penises. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about a dog's yeah, penis. We've talked too much about dog's penises. <laughs> yeah, we really podcast. have. Um, the episode. That's probably the yeah. thing we've <laughs> talked about the most, if anything. Yeah. 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 Dog, dog, dog sex, actually. It's been yeah. really not specifically penises. <laughs> um, what's the mood of your. Um, it's like an interesting person. <laughs> it's a bit. There's a bit of sex in it. Is there? But yeah. is it dog sex? No. no. Okay. I, I have seen the pictures of the people who are involved in the sex and they were both very good looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay what about great. yours? Uh, mine is uh, oh, like Mister. Mis- I mean, Agatha Christie. You did say the word <laughs> mystery in the title and it is um, Agatha Christie. It's so, light-hearted. Yeah. Mine's yeah. light-hearted. Okay. Yeah. So who should go first? I think Rick. All right. Yeah. I'll go first. I'll sit back and relax then. Yeah. So bear in mind that I wrote these notes two months ago <laughs> and I've not looked at them since. So I might go, oh, no, wait, I've missed out a thing. This is okay. all happens in Japan. Same. A <laughs> real high standard. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't happen. It, as far as I recall, it doesn't take place in Japan. <laughs> um, it takes place in New York. Hmm. 
Um, so it was a time of prohibition in Sorry, New just, York. Sorry, it'd be so much better if it was called New York's best lipstick, but it was set in Japan. In Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a prohibition era. Um, so just a little bit about prohibition, if you don't know about it. Um, it was the Volstead, the Volstead Act of 1919 prohibited the sale, transportation, and production of intoxicating liquors. America went a bit crazy and decided that alcohol was the root of all evil, mm. um, which... Uh, it's the root of some evil It's the root people. of quite a lot of evil yeah. for some people, but they went way overboard. Yeah. Anyway, Woodrow Wilson, who we mentioned in the last podcast, or the podcast before oh, that. yeah, Woodrow. Woody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still find that Woody, I don't know. He vetoed <laughs> the... I did not like the way you said that. <laughs> no, it's from The Simpsons. It's The Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, you went here. I'm yeah. not yeah. fine. Yeah. No, okay. Oh, you missed out on such a good episode. <laughs> no. I feel like I just missed like you when missed the Simpsons the was age, yeah. like really good. Yeah, that's true actually. Yeah, because yeah, so yeah, we f- we forget that you're how many years younger? Six or seven years younger than us. So yeah, yeah. Like so actually, you really you yeah, got all, you really, the, all yeah. the dog shit. Like, even we missed a lot of the golden age, but they did repeat it. So <laughs> that's yeah. true. Really <laughs> Um, yeah, so Woodrow Wilson tried to veto the Volstead Act, um, but he's because he was president. Uh, but that was overturned the same day. Anyway, prohibition comes in, and with prohibition comes in bootlegging oh, mm-hmm. uh, and the speakeasy, which is where oh. most of our stories take place. Those are two of the sexiest words in the world. Bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in 1924, a new magazine is started in New York. Would anyone like to take a guess at what that magazine was? Was it the New Yorker? It was the New Yorker. Well done. <laughs> Uh, but it wasn't doing very well. It was a new independent publication that wasn't very well really? funded. Really? That can happen. Yes. Um, so Harold Harold Ross, the owner, was looking to get some good writers um, to help make the book, uh, sorry, make the book, make the magazine a success. Sometimes, in, actually, in magazines, they do call it a book. <laughs> a book, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, that's for the front of the book. Because yeah. he was losing Usually eight grand monthly. a week. But mm. when you said the book, I thought you just meant like to get the book. To get the yeah. book. Well, he didn't need yeah, the yeah. book. The he books. needed 8,000 books <laughs> yeah. a week. I, I still thought you were on about the Bible that whole time, like the book. Um, <laughs> so he had a nightlife writer um, who was called, a codenamed a nightlife writer called Top Hat, who no oh. one gave a shit about. Why is this story so fucking cool already? Top, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it gets better. Uh, Top Hat wasn't very good. Um, no. So that he replaced Top Hat with Lipstick. Um, oh who wrote a column called Table for Two. So, um, so before we go any further, yes. is everyone hearing Top Hat like Top Cat? Top, top Cat. <laughs> we always do that with if, no, I, I mean, I, if I was Harold Ross, the owner, of, I would not have re- replaced the smooth talking criminal con man cat. He would have stayed yeah. on my yeah, payroll. Definitely. Um, so Lipstick um, started to review uh, speakeasy and restaurants and that sort of thing, and always signed off. Um, as um, a kindly old beard, bearded gentleman signed lipstick, or <laughs> that doesn't. Or, lipsticks not traditionally no, 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 no. together. Um, tell that to Conchita Verst. No, I know. Fascist. I said traditionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. there, are or, of, there are a lot of drag queens now that have got. They um, occasionally beards. signed off as um, a short squat maiden of forty who wears steel rim <laughs> spectacles and makes her son pay dinner checks. <laughs> It's my future. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lipstick is pretty baller. Um, so she had a beard? Well, the, did they? World. Oh, they. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so basically, 
lipstick becomes incredibly well respected and people would lie about being lipstick to get into like oh, certain clubs. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about lying. Yeah. Just becoming a new yeah. lipstick. Yeah. Um, but history actually describes the real... Oh, sorry, history, historians and lipstick's colleagues actually describe her as a wild woman. So she was a woman. Like that's confirmed. Lipstick was yeah. a woman. Okay. Um, she was twenty-three-year-old Lewis Long, which Ooh. is incredibly close to Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, and I think they must there must be some connection there, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> like um, their cousins or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cousins with a fictitious woman. Um, so yeah, she answered um, Rossi's call for gaiety, wit, and satire, mm. and she was dubbed one of the New Yorkers. Um, what he called his Jesuses. I really feel like I'm meant to be this woman. Yeah, yeah. she is absolutely fucking great. When did she die? Um, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll, I'll, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he had five geniuses who like saved the magazine. Um, Jesuses. Jesuses, he called oh, them. Okay. Like Fine. a potman sort of Jesus and geniuses, I think was. Jesuses. This is why the New Yorker you was used failing. That, you what? used that potman to like we would just know it though. Yeah. yeah Jesus. Je- what? Jesus, what? Jesus Jesus is Jesus yeah well when, it, when, when you see it wrote down it's like a portmanteau of Jesus and genius how's it spelled J-E-S-U-S-E-S can I yeah. say a fucking hit portmanteau it really pisses me off anyway he said they were the geniuses who saved the magazine there were five of them the managing editor Ralph Ingelson um, reporters or columnists uh, Lois Long Helen Hopkinson Catherine Angle and the cartoonist Peter Arno mm. so it mostly said by women yeah. Yeah. Um, so she so Top Hat was actually a boring old man called Charles Bakersville um, and she took over by writing brilliant and sarcastic columns of speakeasies across New York oh. um, she hated prohibition and she thought it was pointless because basically you could never enforce it and she'd wrote Tomorrow we meet. Sorry, she wrote. <laughs> Tomorrow we may die, so let's get drunk and make love. Yes, um, I like her. My fucking icon. Yeah, yeah. and um, historians and basically every time it says historians, it's basically all journalists who knew her. Yeah. Um, said that. Um, Oh, she told historians, sorry, when they did like a history of the New Yorker, that in those days um, you had to be good, you were considered good at holding your liquor if you managed to make it to the ladies' room before throwing up. And if you Mm. threw up in one of the the taxi cabs, um, it was a fee of $2. Like that was one of her prevailing memories of her time as a culture writer. It's like like loaded in the 90s. Yeah, so (laughs) what she would do is um, she would basically go out all night boozing and dancing and shagging. Um, and then she would sneak it back into the offices at like three or four o'clock in the morning, and um, they had like those small little booths, like the little booth offices. Oh yeah. Um, kind of like what we're recording now, yeah. that had little doors on that were locked, oh. and she would often lose her key, so she would just climb over the top of her oh booth God. and then write her article. We've got to start running this place like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The owner. What was you his name? You guys wouldn't climb over a fence the other day when I when I tried to make you. I wasn't asked for a but picture. That's true. I was wearing very low heels to be fair. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, she was kind of cool. She one of the clubs she reviewed. Um. 
she kind of like caused a bit of a stir because she reviewed one of the club by saying that the the club was so dark that they didn't need a floor show because the patrons were uh, making their own entertainment, Ooh. which basically means they were just fucking on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the upstyled people, like <laughs> you know, Ooh, like monocles are falling out. Yeah. We're really upset. About you. Um, so yeah, she would like climb over the, the office people, and people would see her like bloomers because she was a flapper. So oh. she was in like short dresses and like the bob and all that. Yeah. Um, what people would see her though in the office when she went in at the so night. So like the editors and maybe like the printers oh. and stuff who might be there. Yeah, I suppose reasonably they were people at four there o'clock all in night, the morning. Um, when it got really hot, um, she would just sit in the office in her slip and just write in that, and she yes. would just like fuck you if That's you've got like me any today. problem with it. I mean, it's on back today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're acting like we would like condone that behaviour yeah. if it was actually to happen, but I'd be worried if one of you guys started doing that. If I started wearing a slip to work, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you it's might, so you might, you, you might like this bit apart yeah. from your know, wanting to be nude in the office. <laughs> um, uh, her editor moved her off at her desk further away from him because he was a bit like, "Look, you're saving the magazine, but you're a fucking nightmare." Yeah. <laughs> Which seems reasonable. She's yeah. got so, what so she, much power. What she her. would do um, to get to the editor's desk because they'd moved her her desk too far away. She would ro- roller skates in the office and roller skate oh to his desk. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I've She's, literally never heard of like a human cooler keep, than this. Yeah, you just keep adding stuff that I makes know. her better each time. <laughs> Um, also, so, can I just say it's like hot as balls in here right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I fully support just, just wearing a slip <laughs> in the office. Um, so this is a quote from her: um, "We women had been emancipated, and we weren't sure what we were supposed to do with all that freedom and equal rights. So we were going to hell laughing and singing." Oh. Which is like a nice ball of quote oh from her. Oh my god! Let's right. Let's have a poster made of her Literally. with that quote on it. That we, can we should put up start in the yeah. quote of the week again, but it should just be her every week. Mm. Well, I forgot we had quote of the week. Yeah, yeah. we did. It was a long a time ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. one of the reasons she was so popular is because um, obviously even the readers couldn't afford to go out every single night because she was yeah. on the New Yorker's dime drinking. Yeah. Um, they just living vicariously through her. Yeah, yeah, I literally wrote down the words: "Readers live vicariously <laughs> yeah. through her." Um, <laughs> Or they were like too scared to go to these perhaps like illegal venues, mm. um, but like her reviews could like make or break a bar. Like bars close if she was like, oh, it wasn't very good, or yeah. if she was like, it's the best. It suddenly had a big boom. Um, so Ross, the owner of New Yorker, mm. was so worried that his staff were partying too high, they were just going too wild. Um, but he opened a speakeasy quite close to the office, um, like just across the road to kind of rein them in, going wild across the city. Um, but he closed it down after he found um, Lois Long and Peter Arno, the cartoonist, yeah. um, naked on a couch. <laughs> in there. Um, oh my god! Yeah, so they'd been they'd been knocking boots together, and they, mm. eventually they had it a, happened. Yeah, yeah. they should have seen that coming. Briefly yeah. married, and um, they had like a, a kid together. But then they split up. But then they seemed like I've seen pictures of them, and they seemed like nice about it afterwards. Yeah. And like I've seen the image I'll try and find to share for this is her next to like an old writer who's really stuffy, and she's like really pretty. Um, I might find a picture of Peter Arno as well because he's a real Don Draper style. Ooh, I, was, I was actually picturing real scruffy. Dude, yeah. like maybe no. older, you know. He's like real, like handsome guy, and there's like oh. all the pictures. Like he was so big, the, like I found pictures of him like judging swimsuit competitions, oh, like yes. old-fashioned misogyny. <laughs> but I was like, well, the charming guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there is like later ones where he becomes more scruffy and he becomes like a genius. Oh, but nice. I think this year he's still very 
like Don Draper before he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Or before he's a noticeable alcoholic. Like, yeah. They're like um, a disaster power couple. I yeah, they're it. so mm. great. Um, so I don't know why I wrote down this. Oh, yeah. This is just a note I got from somewhere. She flouted sexual and social conventions of the time and was considered a feminist hero. Oh, <laughs> just by well, people. Great. Yeah. yeah, just by doing whatever she wants. Yeah, yes. she was like, I think she was very into like women should be allowed to sleep with who they want and when they yeah, want and yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, she's dead wrong right? you know, <laughs> disgusted you know. um, so yeah she wrote um, a sarcastic article about the problem with prohibition and how to fix it um, so this is again, again another quote from her we will teach the young to drink there would not be so many embarrassing incidents of young men falling asleep under the nearest potted plant or playing ping pong with Ming China if little Johnny <laughs> at the age of six had been kept in a regular had been kept in regularly at recess to make up his work because he had failed to manage his pint in Scotch class. So oh, I she mean, was sarcastically saying yeah, the yeah, children, yeah. we assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a good writer, though. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. like, and the, she wrote quite a lot about like when um, the police would like bust up bars. Um, so another one is um, she described how an evening was spoiled by a good old fashioned raid where burly cops kicked down doors and women fell fainting on tables and. St- with strong men under them and waiters shriek and started throwing bottles out the window and she had this thing about people think it's like a movie fight she's like no no yeah. it's, it's fucking horrible it yeah. the gray. but she survived that is all. true though if you've, if you've ever seen yeah. a fight you, yeah you yeah know, it's not it, as it's nice as fights. you imagine it <laughs> yeah. um, but she is credited with creating the tone and the voice of the New Yorker and she great. worked there for 45 years Whoa. yeah after the, de- the Great Depression and basically after Prohibition was um, abolished she like her articles took like a, a more nostalgic tone, being like, "We'll never have those time back." That was yeah. the glory years. But everyone thinks that about when they were young. They do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, in 1933, rather than writing her column, she took over the fashion criticism oh. department, um, and has been she's been described as the first American fashion critic critic to put fashion as an art and to criticise women's clothes with independence, intelligence, humour and literary style oh, and great. basically is claimed with inventing fashion criticism as a genre. Wow. Otherwise it was just like people wearing nice clothes and yeah. that and she was like, oh, maybe I'll write all fancy about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she was absolute fucking baller up until the day she died in 1957. Oh. But, oh, what was she called again? Um, Lo- Lois. Hang on, is it Lo- Lois? Is Lois, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Lois Long. Ah. Okay, lipstick. Yeah, she's just really cool. Yeah, let's get yeah. some. Let's get a picture of her. her want to know more about her? Mm. Yeah. Want to get a book about her? I don't know. Yeah. Like I was looking, I, I don't know if she's got a book about. Like obviously, a book about the history of New York, and she must feature oh. in it quite a lot. But I couldn't find one just about her. But when you yeah. search in, like a lot of the picture of her next to Peter Arno being like mm. look at these top shaggers yeah. yeah doing it she reminds me a lot of one of my friends who used to do i used to work on the evening standard diary i won't say who it was because i <clears> i think <throat> it can was, we guess think, afterwards i feel like you've already <laughs> said too much by saying <laughs> yeah. evening standard diary a lot of people used to work on the evening standard diary fair enough will um, you give us the initials no will you give uh, we'll us the initials off it <laughs> yes, yeah. okay. yes. Um, although i'm sure you'll you'll have guessed by now who it, who it is oh, i don't know any of your mates Good. I don't know any other gentlemen. And that's for a reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I am not her in like one year max, just put me out my misery. All right. Well, maybe I'll send you off to review illegal things and then... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Are there then... prohibition bars in Leeds? <laughs> there are prohibition style bars in Leeds. Yeah, that's, true. <clears throat> yeah, that's the, the, the closest we can get is that 
There's that I bar wanna... that's behind the um, barbers where you can yes. go in and pretend you want a haircut. And There's the Maven yeah. as well. No one knows about the Maven. What's the Maven? Well, yeah, no one knows about only, it. Only the happiest so of cats are allowed to go there. It's like a blank door and it's it's upstairs. Mm. I think I've been there. I, in fact, I think actually one time they offered us a, as office space during oh. the day. Yeah, but um, he wanted too much money for it. Nah, and I was like, nah. I still want to infiltrate a cult. Yeah, well, you can do that. Really, yeah. I've got one in mind already for okay. you, so yeah. Have you heard yeah. of Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, we have to yeah, I don't think that one will work out too well for me. Yeah. <laughs> the American listener would probably not like that because they, they love Christianity, don't they, in America? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. I, just, I, yeah. I had um, like 80 different comebacks, but you know what? I don't care. Just yeah, move on. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. That was so, good. Yeah. Who's better good. than li- is Agatha Christie better than lipstick? Yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean, as a human, <laughs> definitely yeah. not. Maybe oh. the story is, but like, no, the story's not better. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, the story's good. The story's good, but you might know it already a bit. I know a bit. Um, a bit. Familiar with. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so Agatha Christie, what do, we, what do you know about her? Linford Christie's mum. That's not right. Is it? <laughs> no, it's like, Linford Christie black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Could be. He could, yeah, if he had a black dad and he, he just came out more dark looking. 
I don't know about all right, whatever this is. Let's cut that bit. I always imagine Agatha Christie to be very, very old, even I when she was young. I always picture her as the woman who played her in Doctor Who. Like, yeah, I literally I don't say, know what her actual face looks yeah, like. Know some of this from, Did yeah. Agatha Christie write the Miss Marple series? Yes. yes. I imagine her as the, the actress who plays Miss Marple. UK oh, author, right. isn't she? Yeah, that's yeah. actually was on my is list of things to... I think UK I told or is it in the world? No, in the world. In the world, yeah. Best-selling author in the world. Technically after... Shakespeare, but we don't count him because he's a playwright. He shouldn't. And also, shouldn't count. we can't guarantee that yeah. a lot of that stuff was even yeah. his. Yeah, because true. some of you know people have said all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Oh, was it Christopher Marley that wrote some of them? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Don't really care. <laughs> Find it quite um, don't write into characters because yeah. we're not interested. No, no. Um, so yeah, so she wrote uh, Marple. She wrote Poirot. Oh, Poirot. Sam Spade. I'm a, yeah, I'm like a Marple girl. Yeah. I like Poirot Marple because, me. yeah, Poirot's annoying because everyone knows he's a good detective. Whereas Marple just turns up and everyone's like, who's that old woman? And yeah. then she's like, Poirot's annoying because he knows he's a good detective. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's, he's like, arrogant. Yeah. He's always eating dessert. I've never yeah. really read a Poirot, but I believe he's always eating desserts, <laughs> he isn't always, he? He always. Um, yeah, like, good, bring me a dessert and I will solve this crime. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember yeah, that from many Poirot's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember um, that specific line, but I think no. there's a theme there. There yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually read that many Poirot's, to be fair. I've read maybe two. I've read Murder of Roger Ackroyd, that wrote for you, hmm. that review. And I've read Murder on the Orient Express. Everyone's yeah. read that one. Yeah. Yeah. He's annoying in every incarnation as well. Barrow. Yeah. Yeah. But he's particularly annoying in that most recent Murder on the Orient Express. That's because Kenneth Branagh's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Kenneth Branagh's really leaned into, like, oh yeah, he was quite precise. Like, he liked things a certain way, like the character in the books. But he wasn't, like, a nutter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like. Man, the film is totally all over the place. It's really not. But it's got some good people in it anyway. And some. Some shit people. Let's uh, let's just say Daisy Ridley's shit in it. Oh yeah. 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 He's he's a worse person. Yeah. 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 But But we did get to see Michelle Pfeiffer orchestrate his murder which was maybe the hottest thing that's mm. ever yeah, happened that's on true. film yeah exactly um yes so uh yeah so agatha christie you kind of know who she is from yes. writing all them stuff um she was married to this dude called archie who was like a military guy and a businessman sounds like a dick yeah well i'm gonna put it out there i don't like him yeah um no. Don't but trust anyone called Archie. He, is he Archie Christie or is yeah. it Archibald, Archibald Christie? Archibald Christie, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was the olden days. It was like the 20s. Yeah. I went to school with a guy called Archibald. It's a Tory name. Yeah. It is a Tory name, yeah. a Tory He name. wasn't a Tory, I should point out. No. Well, not from... He was very liberal. Yeah. Oh, was he? Too liberal Good somewhere. For him. So. Good for you, Archie. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you live in a squat. Uh, no, you live in a, mm, well, when we were growing up, we were 14. Yeah. No, he lived in a, like a semi-detached house. Did he sell you the socialist, oh no, give you the socialist worker? Like he would have sold me weed if I'd have asked him. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Bless him, Archie. Archie Ball. Did he go by Archie? Need to go by Archie, yeah. yeah. We stole Archie. Archie. Um, okay, so yeah, this guy Archie I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um... I didn't think he appreciated what he had, but we'll go on to that. Uh, anyway. Is this you being hot for, for <laughs> Agatha Christie? Yeah. She's a genius, all right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, what? So back in them days, if you were rich, you could mm. get a really good job that was really easy. You didn't have to do that much. So he had this job where he went around the world for his work, which was um, promoting something called the British Empire Exhibition, which is basically exactly <sighs> what you think yeah. it was. Um 
And Agatha Christie just goes with him because that's Why not? free could, holiday. You could have your wife with yeah. you going yeah. around the world back then doing nothing. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are there are um, jobs like that in the modern day, but we don't know what they are or have them. Um, so <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, yeah, tra- yeah, travel yeah, journalist. Yeah, yeah. But even then, they often can't take their partner with them. They're just off on their own. Um, uh, yeah, interesting fact about the Christies: they were some of the first white people to learn to surf standing up. <laughs> I know, right? That is weird. How did anyone? It is interesting. It is, yeah. but like, I want to know how someone came across that information and like why it was documented. I think they well. Who I taught read, them? Um, some Hawaiians. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. So was she yeah. in like a full like? I'm guessing a wool <laughs> like bodysuit. Yeah. Wow. I, I, like I can't picture suit. it. No. I'm just imagining like, like in a, a bikini. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How attractive is? Agatha it doesn't matter it's irrelevant to the story well but, no. we'll see how it, it, no. you know she's like norm, like nice nice enough looking slim everyone says um, that about the minutes so. posh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, I've set up a lot of friends by saying that when mm. I don't know how to it's such it a lie I just uh, love them uh, as a person <clears throat> I've oh, had people oh. like <laughs> female friends described to male friends oh you should go out with this person really nice I'm like that is like a blatant lie yeah. that's so mean yeah. to lie about it yeah. it's like nice but it's not nice to the person you're lying to no. is it I don't know sometimes same happens with guys looks. I assume you go don't worry he's, bur- he's hardly even a creep I've yeah. Had, yeah, yeah. I've had people say to me like oh yeah he's really good looking and then I've like met him and been like nope. nah but sorry then, James <laughs> yeah. but I don't know he grabbed me down eventually yeah he got over um, uh, yeah so oh yeah so back onto surfing yeah um, right i yes. don't know what she was wearing maybe we should look that up but um <laughs> full suit of armor now so surfing's ruined by white people like your friend what's that guy the masked walker <laughs> yeah the masked yeah. walker yeah um okay so yeah so she'd at this point when she was going around the world she'd written some of her early books which were fine mm-hmm. but in my opinion it doesn't get good until a few books in okay um but that's not important to the story so while they were going around the world Archie who we've established is not a good dude in my opinion mm-hmm. um, fell in love with someone called Nancy Neal instead um, I think I remember this yeah so like uh, basically I don't know what Nancy Neal was doing there but she was a friend of this guy Major Belcher <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry Richard yeah, no, yeah but what was his rank <laughs> <laughs> um, have you met my partner Major Belcher <laughs> 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 I think it's because very hot in this beer I'll get a bit like headed. um so uh, yeah and he was director of this British Empire um, exhibition well they called it the British Empire Mission which I think is grotesque worse, but yeah, yeah. Um, so he was director of that um, yeah so <clears throat> un- unbeknownst that's fine unbeknownst to Agatha Archie had fallen in love with this stupid Nancy Neal mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, in December 1926 um, they fell out Agatha and Archie Archie left the house, um, which was called Styles in uh, Sunningdale, Berkshire, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and it's flats now. Um, yeah, I looked at yeah. there was like on not the nicest name Styles. Yeah. No, it's just like a really nice big house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like a big old. It is kind of a mansion, but it's not like a big mansion. It's mm-hmm. just like a very big house, um, and yeah, and that, and the, the top floor flat was was on. Um, 
not right move but one like oh, on the yeah. market i think it's called mm. um and i was like mm, that was good you could be you could live where they split up yeah exactly imagine that yeah <laughs> it did it did say because i was like is it definitely the one and then it did say on the, the ad that it used to be the former home of agatha christie and i was like mm. um yeah so they fell out um and he went to spend the weekend with this what's her face again nancy, nancy neil nancy neil yeah good he sounds like a prick. Um, yeah. In Are you sure Nancy Neal's not a bloke and it's his nickname? Oh, could be. I, I mean, what... Neil spelled oh, That's a great drag queen name. Nancy Neal, man, yeah. That's fantastic. The woman who split up Agatha Christie. Feel free to have it if anyone out there wants it. £8, Yeah. But it isn't because of the word Neal But I think it was a woman. Or at least in those days... She identified as a woman. We don't know any further than that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So that same evening, about quarter to ten at night, um, Agatha Chrissy disappeared. Um, she left behind a letter for her secretary saying that she was going to Yorkshire. Um, and she left her car, which was a, a Morris Cowley, I think it's pronounced, I looked it up and it's just like a chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bang bang. That sounded kind of gross. It's horrible, wasn't it? Chitty chitty bang bang. So she was driving down the road and it took off into the air. Should we put a picture of one on Instagram? Yes, we should. So, yeah. So they found it at a place called Newlands Corner. Uh, which was above a chalk it was like parked above a chalk quarry um, and it had in it an expired driving licence and clothes and like she was nowhere to be found it was actually quite near the train station just just a side note Um, but everyone was like they found the car and they were like fuck where's Agatha Christie she's gone missing yeah yeah. so there was like a massive like manhunt basically woman hunt woman hunt um and uh, it was all over all the papers. There was like a big outcry from the public. Everyone was mm. like, where, where the fuck is she? Because Yorkshire, for like our American listeners, or if you're from down south, mm. isn't a town. Like no. if, if you were like, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to, you yeah. know, well, I I'm going think... to Merseyside. You'd be like, well, there's more than one place in Merseyside. Yeah, exactly. It could be anywhere. Yeah. It's and not I help. I'm going to Scotland. Knew that she was, people weren't sure that she was there or anything. Yeah. Um, and they were like, things in the paper like, Agatha Christie, if you're out there, you know... Call your mum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, so everyone was, like, really stressing. At the time, the Home Secretary... Because she was famous at this point already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So uh, the Home Secretary at the time was a guy called William Joynson Hicks. Never heard of him. But he, like, pressured police into, like, looking for her. Mm. Um, Maybe he was a friend of hers. I didn't research that. Um, And there was a newspaper that offered a £100 reward at the time... Um, and obviously, a hundred pounds back in 1926 mm-hmm. was good money. Um, in the end, like over a thousand police officers, fifteen thousand volunteers, and several aeroplanes were like scouring the rural areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arthur Conan Doyle got involved. You you know that guy? Yeah, he's all right. Probably yours. Um, he gave a spirit medium one of Agatha Christie's gloves. I mean, to try that's and, just like, the worst way to help out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Man's a millionaire. Mm. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Master like, of deduction. He's like, oh, I'll talk that's to a ghost. Like, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk shit almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, they thought, like, at the time they were like, oh, did did Archie murder her? Because yeah. 
she's they had a big row and now she's missing. She gone girl so people him. Yeah, she mm. did. She gone girl him. So people like were like, Oh, she's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Dorothy L. Sayers. Well, just the like ghost voice was very good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. I did a bit yeah. of... <laughs> yeah. um, Dorothy L. Sayers, uh, who is a really, also another famous um, like uh, crime writer from the same era, mm-hmm. um, went to her house in Surrey, like her empty house. Were they mates or rivals? Um, a bit of both, yeah. They, uh, they frenemies. Were like, Friend of me, yeah. I think they were friends sounds actually, good. to be Just honest. It out, yeah. yeah, I think I think they were. Did you say it sounds gay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. any two, any time <laughs> two, two like, literary women, women yeah, yeah. have yeah. like a friendship that's uh, also like, like yeah, they're secretly banging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually a really good podcast called She Done It, which um, there's an episode about um, queer people in fiction from around that time. Mm-hmm. This kind of detective fiction from around that time. It's very interesting and good to listen to. Um, and like queer coding in the books as well like stuff that you might miss if you didn't otherwise know what conventions they used at the time love it yes um so yeah dorothy yeah so dorothy l sayers had a character that they reckon like is queer but um what's his name oh god i've read one of them um he was called something yeah i was gonna try and (laughs) come up with some hyper camp name Um, but dorothy spelled d-o-r-n-l a letter L and then Sayers S-A-Y-E-R oh, okay, yeah, S-A-Y-E-R yeah. um, and he's called Qu- Whimsy someone Whimsy you'll find it mm-hmm. um, Whimsy Whimsy Ducky Limp Wrist or something so, horrible like <laughs> something like that no it's not but he but he's like sometimes like a woman hits on him and he's like and he and he like don't react and that- I don't know. So yeah, the, the idea <laughs> is, is he's like, queer. <laughs> that's that's how you know someone's gay. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't immediately pop a bonus. I just don't so. react they're gay. <laughs> Confidence. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so she Dorothy Alsayers went to the house and she actually in the end basically stole the entire story and used it. Um, like the scenario in her book, Unnatural Death, which is a detective mm-hmm. book. So. Uh, yeah, eventually Agatha Christie's disappearance was featured on the front page of the New York Times. So it was like people, she was gone for a good while, you know, yeah. a good 10 days. I, I actually did write that down. <laughs> I was about to ask <laughs> I was stre- how long. Like, I, I started to sweat, I was panicking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, 10 days. 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she was found on the 14th of December, 1926, um, at the Swan Hydropathic Hotel, which is now called the Old Swan Hotel mm. in Harrogate. Um, never been. But I've looked at pictures yeah. of it, which is not the same. But what was weird is she'd she'd registered her name um, at the hotel as Mrs. Teresa Neal, and Neal, as you remember from Nancy Neal, mm-hmm. was the surname of a drag queen that <laughs> yeah. uh, was the surname of uh, her husband's yeah. um, lover. Ooh, that's um, a bit of a baller move, isn't it? Yeah, and she said she was from Cape Town, which is interesting. Because I was going to say, did she, did put she an do accent? a South African yeah. accent? But I think that would have been very funny. Back in funny. those days, if you if you lived in Cape Town, you, you probably like didn't have a South Dutch African accent. Something. Well, just British. or just like one of those, you know, like um, like a colonel, <laughs> like a colonel's voice. Yeah, colonel's voice. Yeah, she's but a, not hello, not it's the, the colonel. Yeah, exactly that colonel, not, not yeah. like. Well, finger licking good. good. <laughs> she goes like, well, howdy, it's me, <laughs> Teresa Neal. I'm from Cape Town, home of the Colonel. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, like, 
We'll never know. No, we what don't. accent she did. Yeah, we won't know. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna haunt she, me. In her, yeah. my dying day. <laughs> in her autobiography, she just didn't even mention this dip- disappearance because um, she was like, basically, um, at the time, the two doctors said she'd, um, two doctors had diagnosed her as, as suffering from amnesia. Um, like, like Walter White when he fakes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly Spoilers. like that. Or like any yeah. film where someone fakes just like that Uh, that common trope and to this day it's not really clear why she disappeared Mm. Um, I reckon she wanted to teach him a fucking lesson the lesson that he needed to be taught do you think he was at that hotel and she was like I'm going to rock up no I think she wanted everyone to think he'd murdered her Mm. that's what I think seems intense but don't buy it but like her heart got real broken like he left her for someone else which I I don't know dick move they Um, might have been on the rock for a while is that is that yeah but well yeah okay fine yeah they might have been yeah Yeah, if you love if you love him that much it it seems like (laughs) they went around the world and he he fell in love when they were around the world and they gave a go of it and then maybe yeah maybe yeah maybe it's all fine but I mean well also it could not be I, I think she was like I've been really hard done by. I want to teach him a fucking lesson. Oh, I want people to know. I'm the world's what an most successful is. author. How dare you do this? Yeah, to me? yeah, exactly. She wasn't at the time, but she went on to be. Um, so there's a, a a recent biography biography of her by someone called Laura Thompson, um, who basically um, they reckon she reckons that um, it was to do with like yeah that what I just said, um, but all, but also she she let off all the steam by writing a really different type of detective novel under a different name Ooh. so uh mary westmacott and and quite a bit later so between well not quite a bit later but between 1930 and 1956 she wrote these like different novels under a pseudonym although to be fair everyone knew it was her so um but they're in a really different style so um she'd oh, they think now that she was depressed from like overworking um, her mum died earlier that year, um, and obviously her husband cheated on her. Just have a bit of a breakdown. Um, yeah, but the worst thing was, or yeah, probably the worst thing was, um, everyone's really pissed off. Like the public were really pissed off when she was found in the hotel. People didn't believe she had amnesia. Um, they reckoned it was a publicity stunt, or that um, she was trying to frame her husband for murder, which could have been those things. Imagine but I just, just think like honestly, needing she to really take straight. Just needing to take three days yeah, for yourself she and to get just out. like yeah. yeah. Like the entire fucking country, like erupting. I mean, like she left a note as well saying, "I'm yeah. going to like Yorkshire, Yorkshire for yeah. a bit." Yeah, um, I think probably leaving her car on that cliff didn't. Yeah, yeah I mean, she could have picked a place other than a cliff, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but I think, yeah, I think, yeah, she just wanted out of the whole thing, didn't she? And yeah, yeah. and also once it starts spiralling, then she probably didn't want to be like, "Oh, I'm fine." She probably was mm. just like, "Oh, just bury my head in the sand and see what happens." Do we know what Archie was doing at that time? Uh, well, he he was Party. under. No, he was under scrutiny for murdering her. Oh, right. Um, so he obviously he was pretty pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I think he'd. I think he had at the start been like, Agatha, come back. You know, we need to. We need to find her. But then, I don't want you to be dead. Yeah. Exactly. But I am gonna go out with. Yeah. Nancy, Nancy Neal, the drag queen. She's much better looking. Yeah. She's not always banging about writing and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think um, beady lipstick's gonna be the uh, episode <laughs> yeah, title. Is, yeah. Um. So yeah, so basically, like recently, um, somebody wrote um, a book um, 
called Agatha Christie and the 11 Missing Days, which spells out like an idea of what could have happened. Um, so yeah. basically just speculation. It's yeah. just a piece of no, fiction. He, so this guy, Jared Cade, um, interviewed numerous witnesses and relatives, oh, and it's okay. quite a sympathetic bio- mm-hmm. biography. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and he reckons there's enough evidence to suggest that she just really wanted to embarrass her husband and she never expected it to I hope she was just lying in that, that, the yeah. hotel bed, like, eating chocolate. I think she pretty much was, yeah. yeah. I actually think I wonder why she I know ended the up staff, chatting to people though. and making friends in the hotel. Like, Did yeah. she use staff. a fake name, like, when she was here, like, at breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think... I think eventually she was found because one of the staff... Mm. Recognised her. Recognised her, basically, yeah. Um... So, yeah, so the Christie's eventually divorced in 1928 and then Archie married Nancy Neal um, and uh, Agatha retained custody of uh, Rosalind, who was the daughter, and she could keep the Christie name because she had already established it for her writing. That's nice. Um, and, yeah, so during, the, during their marriage, she published six novels, a collection of short stories and a number of short, like, magazine stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, since then, she'd have fucked on more writing and is now the best-selling author in the entire world. Mm. Ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I don't... Mm, I should have looked up whether she remarried. I don't think she remarried. Um, she'd have a lot of good friends. Mm. Um, and what I, I was going to take credit for something that I was just about to say, but actually I did learn it off the She Done It podcast. Um, they had this, like, secret writing club, mm. her and loads of other authors around that, of detective novels around that time and they used to do this weird thing like they called them round robin novels and Mm. they used to write our stories and they used to write a bit each and pass it on and um yeah i don't think they were actually very good but but, yeah yeah. but like chunks of them were written by all the most famous authors of the time that's pretty cool so yeah it's quite cool so yeah so that's agatha christie becoming her own mystery or whatever i said as a title it's a good woman-focused episode. Mm, I liked it. Yeah. Doyle didn't cheat on his wife. He waited till she died before he moved on to the woman he really loved. Oh, really? Yeah. Like uh, Prince Charles killed killed the first one and then... Yeah. Not killed, only joking. Uh, that was a joke tee-hee. about Prince Charles. Um, no, she obviously died and that was sad. Um, but then, yeah, moved on to the one he really mm. loved. Well, I think it's sad. That's, the whole thing's quite a sad story with Prince Charles because he obviously loved her right from the start. She wasn't the right caliber. She was just married then, shouldn't well, she wasn't the right type. They weren't allowed back in them days. Mm. You had to marry a certain type. She wasn't from the right family or whatever. I don't know what it is. But... And about Diana or... No, the other one. Camilla. Uh, Camilla, yeah. The other one. No, the, other the other one. one. <laughs> Number two. The um... people's princess, Camilla Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Cool. Right. Are the co- uh, corrections... Are you ready for corrections? I, I forgot did, what I, we I do. Gave you, yeah. I think I gave her one right at the end. You did give yeah. me one right Sorry. at the end, but I'm actually uh, fine now. Okay. Um, it was Lord Peter Whimsey from yes. the n- 1923 novel Whose Body and yes, all of his sequels mm-hmm. yeah. who was thought to be queer, whether gay or bisexual. I just want to put it out there that his full name is Lord Peter Death Breeden Whimsey. Yeah. Death. Weird that. I don't know what that's about. I don't know, I but think... if I ever have a kid, it's getting the middle name Death. What? Yes. And you can just, it's a literary character. Yeah. <laughs> um, when when you do read, like, Whose Body I've read, but I haven't read any of the follow-ups. And, and he does talk in a way that is, is very made up. Like, I it's didn't... not supposed to be. Is it like? It's a bit, like, over the a top. Bit of fun. Yeah. 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 Does he speak I, um... in Polari, or is it, like, no, no. <laughs> I didn't, no. I didn't fully read into why people thought he was queer because it seemed quite long winded, but it seemed to be sort of a mix of not paying a lot of attention mm-hmm. to women and mm. being like very 
polite in like a sort of Colin Firth in a single man type of mm. way. Okay. That's how you. That's how you. Yeah. Men spot gay men on the scene, I believe. Oh, um, yeah, they yeah. go on Hampstead Heath, and if they're ignoring women and are just polite, they're like, oh, he must be gay. Yeah, yeah. You know how Ian Fleming thought how you could spot a gay in the James Bond novels? Yeah. There's a scene where there's a scene where Bond has to like infiltrate and like semi seduce a gay informant. All right. And he goes into a bar, and he, he um, uh, Bond gets him to sing, I think, and whistle a part of a song. Uh, the idea being that the gay person for some reason couldn't whistle yeah. and that would reveal them as gay. Oh you know god. what? I actually can't whistle, so that's Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. One of my old colleagues was telling me the story about he read he read a Bond novel and um there's like a whole page about how women can't drive and it's just like it goes on for ages like um, yeah, women their their brains aren't suited to it. Blah, blah blah. Like a big long page about how women can't drive, and then at the end it's like Bond thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I quite like James Bond, but it is so problematic. In my yeah. favorite James Bond, has the, just some of the worst. From well, hang on, I forgot what it's called. You only live twice. Oh, yeah. Where he goes to Japan. Oh god! Oh. Um, it does not bear as well. That's a weird no. thing. Like you'd think the ones from ten years ago would be fine, but yeah, they're not. No. Like when he gets in the shower with that sex abuse survivor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. I thought you said the sexy beast survivor, sexy and I was like, survivor. she yeah. watched the film Sexy Beast and survived. No, he just gets in the shower there. It's I don't like, even remember that. Like, what film was that? Casino oh, Royale, I think. Know, yeah. A bit much. What, no, she's not a sex abuse survivor. She sees she a murder. Is. She sees no, a she murder is. and she's, she goes and sits she's a in the sex shower worker. No. No, I don't think she is. If there's one film, yeah, one no, James it's... Bond film, I know it's that one because I died. She witnesses her she witnesses him killing the like yeah. the guy on the stairs. And she just goes and sits in the shower because yeah. she's got like PTSD. What's the one? I think that's I think that's she's are not you, in the shower because she's Are just you thinking survived. of Jason Bond? No, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely. She's definitely Bond. like a, pro- she's a professional. In yeah, she's, she's a treasurer she, for MI5. She's yeah, oh, no, no, she's not a sex. Oh, maybe I think the well, one have a different one. Maybe yeah. Skyfall has a sex worker. Yeah, in it. I, maybe it's Skyfall. One of them's got a I don't basic shit about this. Mm. By the way, yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, I think Skyfall yeah. might have a sex worker. He just does some really inappropriate behaviour. Yeah, um, we know that already mm. about Bond. So. Fine. Just stop making them. Like it's. Oh no. Not even because I hate them. It's just time, innit? What's her yeah. face is doing them now as well? What's her? What's Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, Fleabag. <sighs> and I'm like, woman of the oh, people. Man, Phoebe yeah. Waller Bridge. What are you doing, Phoebe? Come on now. Okay. Um, but she'll she'll make them good. But corrections. They, they don't deserve to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, Agatha Christie did remarry. She married a prominent British architect called Max Mullowan in 1930, and they were married until he died in 1978. Oh, oh, so good, good for her. That was only four years later then. She was Yeah, doing right and they were time. married a long time. Yeah, good. And she outlived Excellent. him. Yes. That's, that's all great. good. Yeah. Is that oh, great. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's good. really pleasant. Um, that felt, that, this feels like quite a long recording, so it's quite, probably quite We're out of practice, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank yous. Oh, yeah, thank yous. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank yous. yous. <laughs> that reminds me of... Um, Rick's been a robot this entire yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time, um, J- J- I said choose to James. I was like, choose. You know like how a, how a German teacher says choose. 
and um, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> they're juice. You know, like when they're like, desire juice. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> At the end of the day. Yeah. I thought you were just saying juice in our week. Also, of juice. Juice. <laughs> didn't you know that bit that Michael McIntyre absolutely milked about, like his kid pronouncing <laughs> juice like juice. I actually don't know. Yeah, no, don't remember that bit. Yeah. Michael McIntyre is quite a harmless fellow, isn't he? Bless yeah. Him. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, uh, what was I saying? Juice. Yeah. yeah. So I said to James, I was like, do you know what that means? And he was like... Uh, do you in- want two juices? No, he was like, <laughs> informal goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and now every time I say back to him, I'm like, informal goodbye. <laughs> oh, I don't, that's going to make me pay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do. I'm glad you got that because I've said that to people before, and they're like, "Oh, I don't get it." Oh, <laughs> this is funny. That's so funny. Um, he's a serious guy. Yeah. Um, yes. So, uh, informal goodbye. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank. Yeah. Thank you uh, to Annika Vadical, mm-hmm. who does yeah. our Instagram, and who's been patient with us when we didn't tell her we were having a break and we just didn't put any episodes and we're like oh didn't we tell you um, so yes bless her um, which and you're, oh, you can follow us on Instagram at his crazy story mm-hmm. or the overtake on social media at the overtake we're actually in a slightly better financial position than we were um, the la- one of the we last, survived one yeah. of the last yeah. episodes I was literally like we've got £10 in the bank account we're all yeah. we, might, we might die yeah. um, so when we didn't die actually and we're still here um, we've had some actually some quite nice donations from people, mm-hmm. which has made a world of difference. But we still need a few more Patreon people to 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 get to the kind of break even point where we're not all like living below the breadline. Yeah, yeah. Work, working for less than minimum yeah. wage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, working for less than you can find down the side of the couch. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So, do I normally say something else? Oh, oh! Thank I never say send us your crazy stories. Send us your oh, crazy yeah. stories. Yeah, do, do that. that. And your corrections, if you have oh, yeah. any. Yeah. 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 Thank um, you, Zajada. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. listening. Is that just here's a crazy story? That's the overtake. Crazy story. Crazy story. Um Yeah. Thank you, Jada, for being producer. Producer Jada. Thank you. Um, yeah. That's is that it then? Yeah. Thank you. Time for an informal goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saving that. Ten past seven on a Monday night. night. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said Borodar at the start, didn't I? That's I think that's good morning in Welsh. I should have been like m- m- Boron. No. Nostar, Nostar, that's I it. I think we should just steal informal goodbye. That's yeah. correct. Informal, informal goodbye. Hello. Next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Informal we welcome, week. plural. <laughs> <laughs> um, podcast over. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.